Hello and welcome to the Wildflower Heart Podcast. I am your host, Katherine Fisher. I am a singer-songwriter, and this is the podcast where we talk to interesting people about what their passion is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Wildflower Heart Podcast. Today, I'm doing a solo episode. I did one a couple months back. I think it was episode three or four. I honestly can't remember at this point, but it was a while back, and y'all really seemed to enjoy it, so I thought I would do another one for you, and just kind of chat about where I am right now in the music creation cycle, what's going on with me, some of the music news that's out in the world right now as well, and uh, just chat with you a bit. I hope you enjoyed our last episode. It was actually the first time that we did a bonus episode, and it was really fun recording with Allie Geist. I had a really fun time chatting with her just about stuff that I do know and stuff I don't know. Um, I don't have a background in the publishing world at all, so it was really cool to chat with her about that and to talk about mental health as well, which is something that is important to both of us and the advocacy work is important to both of us. And that's kind of how we met. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was really fun. This is going to be a regular episode, uh, so this will be coming out on March 1st, um, and as we probably all know, Taylor Swift is re-releasing her first uh, re-recorded record. So, a little backstory for people who don't know, uh, Taylor Swift was with a record label for So for her first five records she was on, a record label, even more of a little bit of a backstory. (laughs) Basically, when it comes to recording music, there are two groups of copyright. So basically, who owns the music? There's the songwriting, so the actual like music and lyrics of the songwriting, and then there's the actual physical recordings. So... My understanding is that Taylor Swift does not own what we would call her master rights, which is the recording part. So there's the songwriting rights um, or like publishing and master. So like the songwriting half and then the master recordings. Um, She does not own the masters to her first six records. So that is debut self-titled Taylor Swift, Fearless, Speak Now, Red, 1989 and Reputation. Lover is the first one that she owns the masters to. So the first six records, she does not own the masters for. And that's heartbreaking for her, but also just a very not okay thing, I think, in the industry. And to be fair, I have not signed with the record label, so I only know information from case studies. But I think that record labels owning the masters is a pretty common thing for the early 2000s record deals. I'm not sure about now what's going on. And so if she owns her songwriting, right, she'll still be getting royalties for that part. Um, And like the songwriting when her music's played on TV and stuff like that. But 
if they own the masters, they can sign off on things on them. And as an artist, that's totally not okay, especially when you don't necessarily agree with the people who own your masters. And especially in this Taylor Swift situation, she tried to buy them back and they wouldn't sell them to her and they sold them to a different bidder. And that's just such a not okay, bad morals <laughs> thing to do. So anyway, that's the backstory of it. So she's re-recording all of her records because she owns the songwriting, right? So she can do that. Um, so she is re-recording her records um, and the first one is coming out on April 9th. She re-recorded Fearless, which is interesting. I'm curious as to what order she's going to do them in because clearly she's not doing them from beginning to end or like most recent to least recent. Um, so I'm interested to see what order she does them in. I am very excited for uh, re-recorded Red because All Too Well is my favorite song of hers of all time. Um, but she re-released Love Story, which was her first big breakthrough hit. She had had country hits before, but this was the first one that kind of transcended across pop radio. So it's rad that that's the first single that she released. And knowing Taylor Swift and all of her brilliant marketing strategies, that was very thought through. Um, so the full record is coming out on April 9th, which is wild because that means she's put out three records in 12 months, which is, I can't even <laughs> wrap my head around, but she did the old school, some random capital letters in the message situation. If you're an old school Taylor Swift fan, you know that she used to put hidden messages in the lyrics of her, like, CD sleeves. So this was a throwback to that and I loved how she did that. So April 9th is when the next record is coming, like the full record is coming out and I'm super stoked to hear it because she redid the actual production style of Love Story pretty closely to the original but you can tell in her vocals just how much stronger her voice is like over a decade later, her voice is so much stronger. So that's really cool hearing that. And I'm excited to see if she does everything kind of totally to the original productions or if she changes production style and stuff. It'll be very interesting. Let me know your thoughts if you're a Taylor Swift fan like me. Now that I'm thinking back, the other solo podcast I did was talking about folk folklore. <laughs> so apparently all solo podcasts just have some kind of Taylor Swift theme to them. But that's kind of the music news that I wanted to chat about uh, right off the top of the podcast. I also wanted to talk to y'all about my music and what I'm doing and what is going on in the world of Katherine Fisher. You probably know that in the last year I've released two singles. So last June I released I Choose You, which is a sweet little love song. Um, I feel like it was a bit of a underdog of a song. Like it was just like a sweet little love song. I didn't really think too much of it. Originally it was going to be on a larger project um, that I was going to release instead of Wildflower Heart, but um, 
plans changed and um, I ended up doing an EP instead, but I had some songs that were not on that EP. Uh, I Choose You was one of them, so it was pretty much done and just kind of hanging around (laughs) in the vault, as they say. And that was the last song I had written for that project. So it definitely felt like it felt like an underdog of a song. And I am so glad and surprised at how much love it has received. We are definitely on the way to it hitting 20,000 streams across platforms. Um, We're currently just over 18,000 in less than a year, which is wild. Um, To date is my largest... uh, or like has had the most streams of any of my songs and that's just so amazing and I'm so grateful that it has so much love. I had a request to play it at a wedding. I just I love that song so much and I am so glad that other people also love it. It's really easy to compare yourself or think that things aren't good enough or aren't ready and always be kind of going back to the drawing board with songs. So it's really lovely that I put this one out with no expectations and it has had such a beautiful life and will continue to because I really think it is a song that can really transcend time because it is just like a sweet love song. And we always need more of those because we know like me, most artists write a little bit more sad music than happy music and I'm guilty of that as well. Then in January, I released Memories, which quickly became my fastest growing song and has hit over 5,000 streams on Spotify alone in the last month and a half, which is amazing and got a new music Friday for Canada, which is crazy. That's like the biggest new music playlist in the country. So the fact that I got on that is amazing and makes me feel so full. And then I got on Pop Rising on Amazon, which is so interesting to me because it's definitely more of like an indie production style, but I wrote it as a folk song. So it's really cool because I still definitely feel that I am a indie folk artist and feel very rooted in that genre. Um, That's what I listen to. That is largely what I pull ideas from. But sometimes you kind of ebb and flow around that genre and the fact that I'm getting on pop playlists is so cool. That's really awesome. I get to reach new listeners and also I just love that there are people who are listening to this song who don't know me personally. I have not met people that do the Spotify and Amazon playlisting personally. They don't know me. Um, So the fact that they don't know me is amazing that they're still putting out my music and believing in it because I think a lot of the opportunities that I've gotten so far are me meeting people performing for them, showing them what I have to offer and my personality and how hardworking I am and the fact that I love this so deeply and I think that's what a lot of people resonate with me. 
so the fact that these people haven't met me in person but are still seeing the merit in my art and in my work is super cool. It's a whole other level of compliment and I am incredibly, incredibly grateful for that. So those are the two songs that I've released recently. So now fast forward to today and what is kind of going on in my world and in music and all of that kind of stuff. So I am currently working on a new record. I want it to be my first full length record and I have about 10 songs that are ready to record and I am working on pre-production for and kind of coming up with like ideas in my head of stuff and uh, recording demos for and all that kind of stuff. Um, Taking jot notes when I hear songs of ideas that I think are really good and kind of putting them all together so that when I get funding, I can make this record happen. So I am writing grants right now. Grant deadlines are kind of late spring. I am working on those, working on the submission tracks for that, and really stoked on the applications we're putting together. I'm working with a grant writer to help me finesse it everything and uh, he's doing an amazing job. So I'm really stoked about these applications that we've put together and I have a lot of faith that the jury members and the people assessing these applications will see the validity of this project, of my art, of the amazing team that I'm putting together to work on this project and... I have deep, deep hope that we will get funding and we will be able to make this project happen in its entirety in a beautiful way and be able to put out more art and see it grow and see it evolve. And I can't wait for that. And I can't wait to start putting out more music and more tunes for you guys. If the last two songs are any indication, my career is really on an upward trajectory right now. And that's so exciting. That's so, so, so exciting. I love what I do with my entire heart. I think everyone knows that who meets me and who listens to my music because it is just so much a part of me. But music is very expensive to make. I would say most small end records probably cost between ten and twenty thousand dollars, and that's on the like the low end uh, for like small indie projects. So, <laughs> as you can imagine, it is quite expensive, and. That's just not something I can afford to do without grant funding. So I am putting so much effort into these applications and I really believe that uh, the juries will see that and uh, will hopefully believe enough to fund these projects. I know that you can never know who's going to see your application, um, what's going to resonate with them, the other people that are applying to, because there's also only so much money to go around. So you also never know what other people are working on um, and their amazing ideas. But I have a lot of faith that uh, this project will get funded. So that's really what I'm working on right now is just getting that funding um, so that uh, we can make that record happen because it is ready to go and I am so stoked about the songs and I'm so proud of them and feel like they're the best songs that I've written so far 
and I can't wait for it to become a reality. So that is where I'm at right now. And yeah, I I think that's kind of everything I have to share and update in my life. I oh, I got I did get a mini grant. I totally forgot to tell y'all. Um, I announced on my Instagram, so you might have seen it there, but I got a shine bursary, which is amazing and gives me a lot of faith that there are people out there that are seeing what I'm doing and believing in it and wanting to fund it. So I got a mini grant from them, which will help pay for my grant writer. If I don't get major funding, I could put it towards working on some like singles and stuff instead of a record, but uh, we believe that we're going to get funding for this record, so fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, put that in, manifest it, put it in the world, but uh, basically any fees that I will have, I can use it towards. <laughs> that is really helpful, and music is very expensive, and even when you're not in a record cycle, you're spending hundreds of dollars a month on various costs that are associated with this career. So it's just nice to have that. And um, I've kind of put it aside for the grant writing and uh, for this record, because even if I do get funding, it's still going to cost more than the funding. So kind of building up a little pot of stuff for that to help fund it, to make it possible. So that was a really lovely reminder that people do see what I'm doing and I want to invest in me. And that's a huge, huge compliment. So yeah, that is all from me right now. I hope you all are doing well uh, and staying safe. I know it is still a roller coaster of a time, but I'm really hoping that maybe this summer I we can have some more patio shows. And then 2022 is going to be a party of live events and live music. I'm also doing vlogs lately, so go over to YouTube and check that out. Check out the vlogs and see what I've kind of been up to. I've been doing some adventuring and stuff like that, and I'm really having fun with that. So you can definitely check me out there. Uh, all of my socials are at Catherine F Music. Uh, YouTube, I am working on a custom URL, but if you just put in Catherine Fisher, it will come up. And I think that's all for me. Have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening to this and trust your wildflower heart.